Good afternoon, y'all. Good seeing y'all today. Um, this feast of St. Joseph the Martyr, which also is the regular, so we couldn't do the Mass of St. Joseph because this one trumps devotion because it's not an optional memorial. So I'm going to try to tie these two guys in together. Um, St. Justin the Martyr, early, early guy, early, early martyr of the church. He was uh, somewhere between one, the year 110 and he was martyred somewhere around 165. All right, so this is early martyrdom, right? This is early persecutions of the church. Um, now, Justin Martyr was a very, very brilliant guy. As a young man, he was always, he came from a very pagan family, um, but was always in search for truth. And so he had a very philosophical mind. And so, but it was always, he was trying to use philosophy in search for God, right? He knew that there had to be some sort of higher being um, in order to, exist. And so he was always in search for truth. So what, what ended up happening one day, he was walking along the shores of the sea, and an, an elderly man, an image of God, walks up to him on the shore and begins to question him literally about all the questions that he was doubting in his mind and trying to answer. And then the man just all of a sudden was gone. But the man told him about Jesus and told him about the scriptures. And so he began to search out those people who could introduce him to Christ. So he ended up having it being introduced to Christ, and then that took him to a whole new level of understanding, right? Because philosophy is good. It's the foundation of theology. As a, sem as a priest, as a seminarian, um, Ethan's going to have to have two years of philosophy before he even begins to study theology, right? Because it's the foundation. We've got to learn how to think and objective truths, before we can receive the study of God. That's what theology means. Theo is God. Ology is a study of. So four years of studying God has to be on a foundation of philosophy. So he ends up, Justin Martyr ends up coming to know Christ in a very, very powerful way and uh, a, a, a very articulate guy in his speech. And he had a bunch of companions. They ended up getting arrested and being martyred. And if you read his account of his martyrdom, it's beautiful the way that he speaks to the to the, uh, the chief that was about to order his martyrdom. Um, but him and all of his companions were beheaded. That's how they gave their life for Christ. And so the martyrs back in the day, um, they always had the cross before their eyes. Like the, the reading from that Lee read, um, we're going to preach Christ crucified, a stumbling block to the Jews, right? Um, Christ crucified was what they went forward with. This was the great victory of the cross that they would begin to proclaim. And so for the first 325 years or so, the Catholic faith, our faith, was established on the blood of the martyrs. They knew that if they became Christian, if they became Catholic, they had a, a target on them. And you could walk out and you could be martyred. You had a 50-50 chance of being martyred any given day just because you professed to be a Christian. Right? And so this is our foundation. Right? So the cross was always before them. They didn't, they didn't whine away from the cross. Matter of fact, whenever Christianity became legal in Rome, became the legal religion by Constantine in the year 326 or so, um, that's whenever monks came about. Because there was no longer cross. There was no longer persecution. There was no longer suffering. So the monks, the men and the women, um, the desert fathers and mothers went out to the caves and began to offer up a life of sacrifice because for them, Christianity without sacrifice was not following Christ who says, if you want to be my disciple, pick up your cross, deny yourself, follow me. Christianity became legal. It became easy. It became what everybody else was doing. 
So we see that movement happening, right? And that's where I want to touch St. Joseph, is because St. Joseph, in this image in the back of the church that we have so beautifully uh, been given to us, um, you see St. Joseph's heart. And it comes from the apparition from Our Lady of America. And, and this is where the first Wednesday devotion comes about, is from here he tells Sister um, that he desires the first Wednesday of the month to be honored uh, of his heart, to pray the joyful mysteries on the first Wednesday. But listen to this, how beautiful. He says that his heart um, was placed upon the cross. And that's what you see there. He said, because the cross of Jesus, his suffering and death, he says, was always before him. He knew Isaiah's prophecy. He knew what the Messiah was going to suffer. And what was such a suffering in Joseph's heart was that he knew that he would not be there to protect Jesus. He knew that Jesus was going to die this horrific death and that Mary would have to go through this alone because it wasn't his place to carry them through that part. So the suffering of Jesus' heart, I mean, of Joseph's heart, we could say was that Joseph suffered a white martyrdom, not a red martyrdom. Right? The red martyrdom is the shedding of blood. He didn't shed his blood, but his heart suffered tremendously because of what he knew Jesus was going to go through. I love what he says in this apparition. Um, he, says, he says that we recite the joyful mysteries on this first Wednesday in memory of the life with Jesus and Mary and the love that I bore them and the sorrow that I suffered with them. Let them, Joseph says, receive holy communion on the first Wednesdays, in union with the love with which I received the Savior for the first time and every time I held Him in my arms. And listen to that, right? Joseph, in this, in this apparition, says, I want you, I want everybody here to receive communion in the same way that I received Jesus in my arms the first time in Bethlehem. And every time that the little child Jesus would run up to him and Joseph would grab him in his arms and pick him up and squeeze him, or the teenage Jesus would come and put his arm around his dad and they would hug, every time Joseph held Jesus, he says, that's how I want you, the lay people, to receive Eucharist. Because it's the same Jesus. Right? So to take that to Mass today, that this is the desire of Joseph's heart for us, that it's placed upon the cross so there's the, so the bitterness of the suffering, but the joys of knowing Christ. The joy that Joseph had to receive Jesus in his arms. Oh my gosh, how incredible that must have been. Receive that same joy today as you receive communion. That Joseph asked Joseph, Joseph, give me the joy you had when you received Jesus in your arms. Give me the same joy when I receive him in communion. Because it's the same Christ that we receive. Body, blood, soul, and divinity right here. It's because of the Eucharist that gave every martyr the strength to lay down their life, right? And it gives us the strength to go out and proclaim the truth of who Christ is out in the world today. Amen?